Hi, welcome to OCBC Insights. My name is Howie, economist at OCBC Bank. Welcome to another week of Tuesday Commodities. On balance, there are no changes to my views from the last couple of weeks. And I think that they are all coming into play quite nicely now. Yesterday, we had industrial production data from China, which is pointing to a further demand softening, especially for the steel and crude oil markets. Last week, we saw iron ore lost about 5% due to the Australian coal ban by China, and we think there is still plenty of downside for iron ore from here. China's numbers yesterday showed crude steel output fall to 92.6 million tonnes, the lowest since June. Pig iron production was worse, at 75.8 million tonnes, that is the lowest since April. And when you factor in that iron ore inventories have continued to rise, steel inventories won't come down from their record high, and that Australian and Brazilian combined shipments is going to be well in excess of 100 million tonnes again this month, the fundamentals for iron ore are heavily, heavily stacked against them at this time. The only thing that is giving some breathing room to steel margins is that the RMB has continued to strengthen, making the cost of iron ore imports breathable. But for us, with iron ore at 118 last week and today at 115, we think there is still plenty of space for iron ore to correct downwards, so as to give steel margins more breathing room. On the topic of energy, we think that it is now reaching a very critical stage. I know I've been saying that Brent is likely to trade 40 to 43 on the sideways trend for a while now, and so far, that has been more or less the case. However, we are at a stage now where the 50, 100, and 200 day moving averages have converged at a single point at 43.50, and Brent itself is just sitting a fraction below that level. The next event that happens will either pull Brent above or below these converging moving averages and will hence and most probably set the next direction for crude oil in the medium term. So what are the possible catalysts that will pull Brent above or below these moving averages? On the horizon, we see two events. The first is the OPEC Plus meeting at the end of November, with very heavy expectations that the additional supply increase of 2 million barrels a day beginning 1st of January 2021 is going to be postponed. Now, depending on how much OPEC Plus, OPEC plus sorry, exceeds or disappoints this expectation, there will be an impact on how the market moves. Based on yesterday's preliminary JMMC meeting, our guess is that OPEC Plus may kick the additional increase down the road by 3 months to April which we think is already heavily factored into prices. But in any case, November appears too far away, which brings me to my second event, which is today, the Pelosi-Mnuchin fiscal talks. If both Democrats and Republicans can eye out a fiscal deal, which my guess is no, but if they can do it, we might see Brent inching above these moving averages. However, in the absence of any positive surprise from these two events, the path of least resistance for energy right now appears to be downwards, especially after China's disappointing industrial production numbers yesterday. So for us, we still think that the agricultural complex is worth going long, 
expressed via soybeans or cotton, especially cotton given China's heavy buying of American farm products. We are still short iron ore from here. And we think that energy would be a wait and see whether Congress can get a deal done. In the absence of which, we expect oil to go down. Between iron ore and oil, we think the space for iron ore to correct is a lot more than the energy complex. That's all from us this week. Till next week, see you then. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.